Welcome to the Seafoam Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Scene Snobs Podcast. I am your host, Mick Manhattan, the Scene Snob. And I am joined as a... Well, wait. No, I'm not. It's 2022. I don't know where my co-host is. He might have gotten held up. I have not heard from him, but I'm sure he'll be here at some point. If not, I will do my best. So today is the first show back for the Scene Snobs in 2022. And I'm super excited to be doing it. Uh, We had to delay all of our other shows until next week. The reason being, I have been under the weather. I've had the flu since Friday. uh, Exacerbated by getting my my booster shot and a flu shot. (laughs) Yeah, I got it while I was sick. Um, But I got it, so kind of floored me. And then, of course, today, well, as of last night, we found out that one of my son's tested positive for COVID. He was, uh, he was with his dad and his uh, side, that side of the family all last week for Christmas um, and New Year's. And I guess he was exposed there. He came home. We've all tested negative. So we're doing the quarantine thing. But my wife got her COVID booster yesterday and now she's not feeling well. My other son has to stay home because he was exposed. Thankfully, everybody is in good health. Um, except for me, but I've been running the show today. So I've been trying to do as much as I can running around. Uh, so it's been a little crazy. I am prepped, but I am not as prepped. Uh, I did not think I'd be doing it alone, but I do miss Casey. I'm sure, like I said, either he'll be here or maybe he's just taking the night off, but that's okay. I'm with you. We're going to have a fun time. We're going to talk about some great stuff. Let's see who's here. Jason, welcome, my friend. Good evening to you, sir. AJ, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I gotta get you two for real comment. I want to do the next one with you guys. Radar, how you doing, my friend? And uh, AJ, well, thank you very much. Really, truly appreciate that. Uh, we could use it at the moment, but another week with the kids at home. <laughs> awesome. Um, yes, thank you so much. He he's actually doing really well. He's not showing any symptoms or anything. But because he tested positive, we got to take all the precautions and everything. Uh, and because we tested negative, we're taking all those precautions. So everybody's kind of quarantined, doing the mask thing. Everybody's kind of all over. I am very annoyed about it. I, it seems like not annoyed that he hasn't. Excuse me. My brain goes to the next thing, and I don't explain myself. I'm not annoyed that he hasn't. I'm annoyed in this whole new rush of um, we have a new variant which it doesn't seem like too many people in public, and this is just my opinion, are taking seriously. Now, through 2020, I remember we started like kind of isolating before even March of 2020. Before it was like official, we were like, yeah, you know, maybe we should kind of start hunkering down, start like prepping, you know, to get ready. And we, we've always taken this as serious as possible. We try to do the best we can. And as we go along <laughs> from, from February, March 2020, or February 2020 into March, all the way till now, you know, we were good. And then it happens. You know, and I, I attribute a lot of it to, and, and, and listen, I, I, I know it, but I attribute a lot of it to not taking the mandate seriously. And just blowing it off. And I know a lot of people just want to blow off steam and they're they're tired and they're annoyed and they're pissed off. And I get it, but it's one of those things where we need to hold on and we need to kind of do it. And people need to get vaccinated. It's, a, it's just, it is what it is at this point. Now, I get when it comes to the small kids, 
how differently, you know, things kind of go. Um, and, you know, and, and we don't know fully what could happen here or there. And you're always worried about your kids and stuff like that. And, you know, I got a five-year-old and I worried about that too. And I'm not pontificating here. My biggest thing with that was always, you know, at least if you're not going to get them vaccinated, let's keep everybody safe. Let's follow the guidelines with masks. Let's go and follow the guidelines with, you know, uh, quarantining if you travel. Like when we traveled back in December to see my family up in New Jersey, quarantine before we left, went, quarantine when we got back so we can keep everybody as safe, tested, everything, the whole night. I know it seems like I'm just a pain in the ass, but if I can pass off any small message, uh, I, I would hopefully, you know, say, just let's try and follow the rules. Like CDC has now changed the guidelines to five days, um, you know, of, you know, like a quarantine, um, you know, so doing five days. And the only reason they did that was because people weren't following 10. Imagine that. We're going to, we're going to change this because people aren't following the folk. It, It boggles my mind. Imagine playing a sport that way. Ah, but anyway, okay. I, I've ranted enough about it. It was driving me crazy, but we're talking about a lot of fun things. Uh, now, I don't know how many of you guys follow uh, or listen to stuff I do on TikTok, YouTube, things like that. But I've been talking a lot about like what's going on with DCU and Marvel and all that stuff recently. Um, so it looks like with the, you know, and tell me if you guys have heard about it. Actually, you know what? Let me go back a little bit before I start with DCU because AJ, you bring up a good point. I'm disappointed in affecting movies. It's affecting movies. Morbius is pushed back. Yes. These growing numbers are affecting movie theaters again. I don't like that. I agree with you, AJ. Um, I was so psyched for Morbius. And and the more, with everything coming on and all the rumors coming out about uh, Spider-Man and possibly Andrew Garfield's connection to the Morbius universe and what they might be doing there, I was getting so stoked. I want to see this movie so bad. And then when I saw it got pushed back yesterday, I reported it on TikTok. And, you know, I I, I was watching uh, Everything Always. If you haven't checked them out, they're really awesome Marvel content. And he gets most of the breaking news. So anybody listening to this, by the way, I'm very sick. So I'm going to be doing a lot of mouth breathing. So excuse me. This episode is going to be the mouth breathers episode. And (laughs) it's definitely not an episode I want to do alone. Um... You know, so, like, when I saw Morbius get pushed back, it, like, really, it was a kick in the head. And, you know, so I'm right there with you, AJ. Like, it, it just, for me, I really wanted to see this movie because I, I think I wasn't excited about it for so long. And this is, like, the movie that's been pushed back the most. It's been pushed back eight times. It was supposed to come out in July of 2020. Imagine that. July of 2020, it was supposed to come out. And now it's pushed back to an eighth time to April 1st. It's insane. And to think that we were going to get Spider-Man then. That's a crazy, like, we just saw the, like, probably the biggest movie since, the biggest, like, yeah, movie. Let's just say movie in general since, like, Endgame came out. And we were going <laughs> to, we just got it. And it was supposed to come out around 2020. It's it's so crazy to me. And we're in 2022 already. So, Morbius getting pushed back and what's going on with the, you know, the, the new variant and how it's affecting so many. And it's going to affect movie theaters again. 
who knows what's going to happen because HBO and uh, Warner Brothers, they were going to kind of skate back, but the way they were going to do it was start only putting movies out in the movie theater, but after like two weeks, they're going to bring it right into HBO Max. So it's going to be like a big thing. Who knows? They might stick to the rule again. Uh, and they might go back to it because I think they were seeing some good fortune with it. Uh, before we go on, um, you know, I think it's important to tell you, like, when you're going through these things, like you're going through sicknesses and stuff like that, it's important to have a friend. And unfortunately, I don't have a friend who isn't here. And I just got really upset about that. No, I'm just kidding. Casey's here. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello, my friend. Bro, What's how up, you buddy? doing? Of course I'm here, man. Late. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies for that. No, it's all right. We're I had to make a dramatic introduction to 2022. I couldn't That's let fair. it go I'll easy. Give you, that. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'll, accept, I'll accept that. That's the 2022 of Duran. You, you're the Ami, Amicon of, uh, of, of the podcast world. You're just exactly, you're showing man. up. You, you come in, you sneak in, but it's like full force. Oh, yeah. Ready with both barrels blowing out, baby. Let's do this thing. It's, I tell you what, that is, that has been crazy because I've had it now this year. Have you had it yet? Uh, thankfully, I've tested negative. Uh, Tommy has tested positive. Um, so, like, we're doing the quarantine thing. I don't even think yeah. I got a chance to talk to you today. Today's just been a nutty day because. Dude, so tell me was, about it. <laughs> he was at his dad's last week, and uh, unfortunately, he was exposed. And you know, I, I wish them all well, and I hope they're all feeling better and stuff like that. And you know, he's he's doing well. Thankfully, he he feels good, but he has to quarantine. So, you know, put him in his room. He's got all the accoutrements, if you will, in the room, so he's good. And I'll serve him, and, and got my mask on and everything. Mm-hmm. So we go in there, but we all have to test. So we all test. Yeah. And we're all negative except for him. So, but Jack can't go to school now. He's exposed. Yep. So for the next five days, I'm like, like, and Mary got her COVID booster yesterday, so she's not feeling well. So, and now I've been sick since like Friday because I had a cold. Yeah, you had a cold, cold, and then you got what your booster and your flu shot, <laughs> and the same day, and that wiped the floor with me all weekend. All weekend, I was just like, I got up. To like, I didn't even like you. You sent me a bunch of messages, and I was like, I, I don't even like. I had enough to post when I needed to post, not even create. I created everything beforehand, but post when I needed to post. And I had to do a guest spot on Sir Sturdy's show on Saturday. And I, I told him, I was like, you get an hour because when that hour is up, and and I, I didn't, I meant it. When that hour is up, I got off and I trudged to bed. With sweat dripping down. Well, I did take a shower. I will say that, but just dripping down. Just well, it was just fun. I I have to say I did kind of chuckle too with that because once again it was one of those points when you're saying I need to slow down, I need to take my break, I need to not do anything for a bit, and of course still hammering at it, never quitting. God bless you, man. You are a machine. But well, there were points this weekend where I was like, I can't. I physically can't move. I was like, I'm just, I'm done. Like everything yeah. ate. And and I think that was the COVID booster. Cause she said like, you know, you can get aches and pains and migraines. I was like, all right, that, that, that's that part. The sickness well, is probably. It's, it's also, you know, you're old now. I am old. I, I love you. You're, you're getting old, man. Like I, I've called myself just getting all sore and everything. I played the Oculus, the, the VR helmet the other day. And I 
to I maybe played for 25 minutes and bro, it felt like one of the busiest, biggest workouts I've had in a long time. Oh my god, so there's a lot of a lot of squats, some of my thighs have been on fire. But uh, you know what? I've been working out, that's been good, been feeling good, been trying to avoid other things. So I'm, yeah, good, good. I've been working more, working out more, like walking. So like I'm trying to trying to get back down, um, do what I can. But today was just that day where I was like, okay, Tommy has to stay in his room. Everybody has to have a mask on him at all times. Mary was just in bed. I was like, just stay in bed. Don't move. Jack, just stay downstairs. We had Disney movies on all day. Um, and, like, I was running around. I was like, all right, I'll make everybody's meals and do this and do that. And, man, I was like, this sucks. I was like, women are so much better at this than men are. <laughs> man, I don't even want to talk about it. I keep looking around my house and been trying to pick up little bits here and there and clean more because I spent three straight days at work with the snow and everything else we had. Yeah. So that's another reason where it's like, oh, man, I finally get home. I'm all messed up with my schedule. I'm all over the place because, you know, I, when you get into a certain number of days of work and it's just everything bleeds into one. And it's like, I don't know. I just keep working. I'll randomly fall asleep, wake up, work. So kind of turned into that today. So I was like, oh, no, I have to get a schedule. <laughs> yeah. Keep all oh, hours. The the fact that like I canceled all the other shows this week just because I was sick and I was like, and because they're all pre-recorded, they would have been recorded over the weekend. I was like, I don't, I have no, no energy to do that. So I was like, I'll do the start next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. <clears throat> because it's live. I was like, we'll keep going. And oh my God, did this like just beat that even today, just like trying to play prep for this. I was like, yeah, I don't know about all this stuff. I was like, thank God my other job, the you know, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm a traffic anchor for Yeah, uh, you are one of the sexiest traffic anchors in Northern Virginia now. So let's just get that it's, right. It's it's like Phoebe said on friends, it's the cold voice. It's the cold voice they love. Um so yeah, doing traffic anchor and, and and with everything going on in ninety five in Virginia, I was like, Thank God they gave me like time off. Yeah, because they were just like, all right, because we're tra you're training, like take this time off, and we and they allow for me to do the show and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, could you imagine? On top of everything, I would have to like produce segments on what's going on on ninety five. That would be nonstop. I mean, that's what almost uh, a full twenty four hours now. People oh, are trapped on out I think, on ninety five. I think more. I think it's been since Sunday afternoon, oh, Sunday morning. Right. Yeah, or or Monday morning, like late Sunday night. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, man. It's crazy, man. But uh, no, food, you know, no water. But this is why you know what? Hold on, because this is just a moment. I just want to say this is absolutely why I'm all about always keeping a bunch of extra clothes, blankets, water, snacks. Like my vehicle is ready and prepped for just this kind of situation. You're a smart man, dude. You are. And I, Lenny always told me, he's like, you got to get a go bag. And I was like, always. I was like, yeah, you're right. But I just don't have one. And he's right. You're right. You got to have a go bag. You got to be ready. And if anything, it's proving this now. You know, but, I mean, yeah. yeah, sure. Maybe one in a thousand chance. But you know what? I don't want to be stuck anywhere without food and water and the inability to get either. Although, let's also remember it's snow. So if the road shut down, you just get out and eat the snow. 
True. Well, I think the, the biggest effects right now from what I'm hearing is the fact that like our numbers in COVID are rising and hospitalizations yeah. are rising. Yeah. So, but all of our healthcare workers are helping right now in 95. All our extras are, are there helping. So it's like, yeah, it ain't going well. <laughs> no, I mean, people are like showing up on four wheelers. To get other people, like one person I needed to get was trapped on 95 trying to get to a to a dialysis appointment. So, like, can you imagine some of these people just stuck? Like, another one of them was uh, one couple I read was returning from uh, one of the bowl games. Like, it's nuts just thinking about the stuff that's that's being affected right now. Yeah, just no, from one bad roadway. Yeah, 95 sucks. Anybody who doesn't know 95, it's it's the worst. Oh, imagine being stuck on a bridge over top of a river on 95, like that high up. Oh, oh my God. Slowly sliding back down, potentially. Could you, oh, no. Right? right? No. I didn't think about that. <laughs> or the oh, car Lord. in front of you that's slowly coming towards you. She's <laughs> oh, in just a domino effect all the way back. Yeah. I mean, they had part of the roadway cleared, and then another truck jackknifed and that's even more hour we've returned again you know it's like wow oh guys so uh aj brought up and i want to get your opinion on this so aj was talking about morbius having being pushed back so if you haven't heard about it and we're gonna get to all your comments guys but if you haven't heard morbius which was supposed to come out on january 28th this month has been pushed back to april 1st because of the rise in covid numbers so do you think this is going to be an upcoming trend with movies? Yeah, to- yeah it's going to go back again. The level of piracy has gone up so high. And, uh, you know, if you look at the numbers and what's happened ever since, I want to say it was over the course of Disney adding more or pulling out or adding something. They, we, we got to a point where too many subscription services started to kind of tip. Like it was, it was mm. almost where there was no piracy because – People were happy. People were comfortable. People were able to get out and do stuff. And they were able to see movies when they wanted to and everything was good. Now, due to COVID again, I mean, nobody's going out again. We're going to have all those numbers dipping. A lot of people are just piracy is what quadrupled, I think, over the last year. Which is because people want to get out. People don't want to get, sorry, people don't want to get out. They're afraid. Me personally, look, I love the theater. You know this. It's one of my favorite things to do. And right now, I just... It's tough to want to go. It's You're not alone, not. man. It's You're just finding those weird hours, you know, being like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go see a movie. It's not Friday night anymore with a friend. It's Monday morning at 2. Like, yeah. <laughs> Monday you, afternoon, you know? But how do you find those weird hours with this movie like Spider-Man? We couldn't. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, it's going to be one of those deals where it's just wait. It's just wait because it's it's, it's still busy. Like, it's still busy because I went to a Wednesday matinee and it's still busy, you know, and I went to one of the well, not not as well known. I went to the Centerville Cinemark and uh, they're a pretty good spot. It's just, you know, and they have decent distancing. It's I don't know. It's uncomfortable. It's still weird. And Morbius being pushed back, I think, is going to be what's going to happen. And unfortunately, this is not going to be the final wave. You know, this is also not it. It's not like we're going to be done with Omicron and be like, all right, well, we finished enough of that Greek al- alphabet. Let's move it along. Like, yeah. That was it. So, Yeah, that's that's legit, man. I, I don't know. It's it's a, it's craziness at its finest. And like I was saying before you came on, 
we went from we started hunkering down in like February of 2020 when things were kind of being heard and we were getting a little mm-hmm. nervous. And we 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 stuck through it. We we did everything we had to do. You know, we tried to follow the rules and everything. Right. And you know, one of us still got it. And it was generally because of like somebody is connected to somebody and they did something where they didn't follow the rules and then it just ruins for everybody. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's the way it works. That's why when people say, I don't know why their mistake should affect me, but this is it. You know, this is what happens when the domino effect happens. And it's no one's really fault because in some scenarios you felt fine. Maybe you didn't notice. Why would you test if you feel fine? You had a sniffle. Why would you worry about checking to see if that was something? You know what? I mean? Bodies are different. Everyone, everyone's different. Then yeah. that's why being able to put up a shield and defend yourself is one thing, but it's not always going to be for everybody. Yeah. So, well, I will say um, this. Uh, do you really think that it's it's COVID that's pushing back Morbius, or do you think it's the fact that Andrew Garfield's going to show up? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. It's always money. You know that. The reason they didn't release this movie now is because they pushed it back because they know more people are more likely to pirate it if it's during these colder sort of still coming out of it seasons. So I think we have we have time and they can push it back all they want. Unfortunately, don't, don't use your bullshit logic on me. It's Andrew Garfield. They want they want that they want that summer money. It's exactly what they're looking for. They're like, no, no, come May. Well, I think it's smart, though. If that's what you want to do and this is the new world, you're going to have to change your movie release schedule. Watch. This might actually affect things to where now we get a crazy movie release schedule come the warm months. And during the cold months, it's not so much. Those will be more of a streaming releases. Well, Jason Taylor says, and I I kind of agree with the two, he says he's scared for Scream. Scream 5 is supposed to be coming out this month. Yeah. You think it still will be, or you think it'll get pushed back? Uh, it's going to get pushed back. I think it should be pushed back, honestly. I think that's one where, yeah, a lot of people want to see it, but not that bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, like, well, because there's a lot of them like that. There's a lot of movies like that. Look at myself, you, you and I both were people who would go to every theater as much as possible to see anything and everything, whenever, wherever. That is gone for me. Now it's like the three or four movies I want to see a year that aren't going to be streamed. Those are the ones I'll go. Yeah, yeah that's fair. And, and I don't really pick those. And I, honestly, it's 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 been like that for me too. Like where it's like Spider Man got me out. Like Scream would have probably will. Oh, Scream will. You and I will go see. It, it's it's one of those ones where it's like yeah, I kind of hope it gets pushed back, <laughs> only because I don't want to go right now. I can't go right now. Yeah, I mean, you can't go right now. I wanted to go see, it was kind of like wanting to see Halloween Kills with you. Not seeing a Halloween movie with you in theaters still messes me up. I'm still like, man, I really want to see that with you, man. Like, that's the whole thing. That's our thing. Yep. And especially Halloween Star Wars. Yeah, watching uh, watching it with you is so important to me. And it's so such a big part of doing that, of seeing those movies. Scream mm-hmm. is going to be a big part of that because you love Scream movies. It's part of our friendship was bored of comparing Scream and Halloween. I mean, that was like part of our garage conversation for five hours. So it's important. It's important to have that. So it's kind of screwed things up and it's kind of taken that away. And unfortunately, it comes to what are we going to do? How are we going to become different in this new world? What are we going to do different in order to be able to go party the way we used to? Um, Cyber sex. 
I mean, obviously, I'm saying let's just <laughs> let's screw it all. No more movie releases. Or if you do a movie theater release, it's a very special thing, and it's ten bucks <laughs> or or thirty. It, one flat or, rate. One flat rate, ten bucks. There you go. Get rid of all idea. the it's uh, like, It's like each month you pay this thing. It's, we call it a movie pass, and then you go and see as many movies as you want in the off hours. Oh wait, they tried that. Yeah, if they did that and then actually had little little booths set up so you can walk into your little booth (laughs) and whatever happens inside your booth, so be it. But you can watch a movie. (laughs) Radar Radar brings up a good point. There's actually something I want to tell you, too. Well, allude to. So which do you think will get a gritty horror movie version since uh, they are now public domain? Winnie the Pooh or Bambi? You know it's going to happen. It is going to happen. It's going to be actually you can do both. And Saturday Night Live did a pretty funny version of Bambi. Yeah. Uh, with The Rock. Um, but I could see Winnie the Pooh. Like, you could, yeah, you could do a fun one with that. If not, do them as vignettes or something. In a horror oh, movie. man. Do you do a, a Fables version of Winnie the Pooh and make it sort of that 100-acre forest as a gritty place where you have the hard pushers like Rabbit? Rabbit's <laughs> actually a pimp. <laughs> oh yeah that would be awesome uh i would love that so yeah, man and like maybe tigger would be i don't know like tigger's your tigger's the getter he's the errand boy and piglet's murdered and that's when Pooh, the grizzled detective gets on the case no tigger's got to be on the uppers all the time and then you gotta... <laughs> well, that's right nice yeah tigger's on the uppers and rabbits started taking away his supply <laughs> oh my god it just drops real fast oh we're Eeyore's making... been murdered poor winnie the pooh wants to eat, eat his honey his honey that's, that's oh he, he wants to eat some honey all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh bother <laughs> oh, uh, think 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 <laughs> um he just says Morbius is going to piggyback on No Way Home. Now it can add hype, pre-hype for Doctor Strange too. Uh, I think so, but I, I wouldn't expect it to connect there as much. See, and that was a curious thing too. That brings us to that black, the Black Widow conundrum, where where's the connector? So the longer that movie remains away from the previous content, it kind of detracts a little bit from that story overall. So unfortunately, that does screw up with timing and it does screw up with money. I don't know, just. Just stream release them. It's proven that people want to watch these things at home. So just revamp the theater system. That's what it's going to have to come down to. We're going to have to lose a lot, but let's keep our Alamos, you know, make it a more niche thing. It's just if we can't have people play right (laughs) and ruin it for others, then let's just take the damn thing away. Well, but like, again, like, like make it an event, like Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. I went... For the specific purpose of getting this Ecto One popcorn, I'm pretty sure everyone knows about your Ecto One popcorn. What's <laughs> the absolute purpose? It, Listen, well done. We're, pick, well we're done. picking up new listeners every day. We never. <laughs> so I got to tell them that I have it. And let me tell you, I, if, if it's an event, I'll go. And I will tell you this: I was a little bummed that I didn't get an AMC ticket for. Uh, for um, no way home because they were giving out nfts for the first eighty six thousand, and i was like i didn't realize that and i would have i wanted that nft yeah right dang but yeah and i I was i was up (laughs) i could have got one for amc but uh wait but it wasn't that the one where you're freaking out and everything broke 
and yes, you made friends with AJ. The world broke at that <laughs> moment. The world broke worse than 95 is right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh. That's a bold statement, bro. I mean, that's like saying yeah. trying to travel in like, you know, mid-2020. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, true. I was flying in March of 2020. Ugh. I like how far back some of these comments go. Like Casey's alarm clock is so bright. <laughs> Corinne says, Yo, hi, Corinne. It was not this time. Hi. Hi, Corinne and Jason. And I see Kathleen. Hello, Kathleen, all my friends. All my delightful. Oh, there's a Stacy. Hello. <laughs> Zonk Toddler. No, I don't blame you. I get that. Uh, I was right before the show started. Oh, AJ, you're so sweet. Thanks, buddy. We love being here. We love yeah, doing man. this. This is oh, this is the ideal place to be. Cyrano got pushed back. All three people who are going to go see that movie in the movie theater. Four. Now, four. Have, you know, you're looking at one right here, right but here. Listen, <laughs> I'll see it. I will see the movie. I'm not saying it's bad, but I do not care about seeing period pieces in the movie theater. Uh, I am like ever since Shakespeare in Love. Ah, no. Yeah, but it's but see, this is one of those times where. Going to the movie theater was what 20 times, 40 times a year for us. Easy. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? That was yeah. there was a time in my life where the movie theater was an integral and absolutely baked in part of my life every week. Um and I see or no, I really was probably more excited than Morbius. Honestly. Oh no, and I get that. I get I get people being more excited for it. I just I can't do it in like in a, like it's same like with comedy. I don't want to go to a movie theater for it. Yeah, movie theaters and comedy. I think we're uh, we're both well on record as saying it's not worth it. No, it's just it's just not. There's no point to it. I think Just Friends was maybe one of the last good comedies I went and cracked up to. Uh, I love horror movies on the big screen. I, I do. do too. Love, they are scary. <laughs> They're way well, scarier think, when it's this moment. It's 14 times bigger than your head. It's pretty. I terrible. think ever since we went and saw the original Halloween at theaters, yeah. um, you know, way back when. And we saw Michael Myers in like almost every shot that yep. we never saw on any other version, mm -hmm. you know, just because it was on the big screen. And I know I felt this way about the thing too, because you see a lot more than you do, you know, back in the day. Um, I, I just, yeah, horror movies for me, like I, I do like seeing them in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was special. And like I, like you said, it was one of those deals where, I mean, it's a movie that I've probably destroyed more copies of Halloween than any movie on this earth just from watching and uh just worn him worn him out and to see michael myers that many times and that many shots changed that movie for me yeah. and after that so yeah i i love horror on the big screen uh <laughs> kathleen says sorry that comment messed me up for a minute there it's even better it's a period musical so not just a period piece with cyrano it's a period musical no, okay well musicals are different like the greatest showman I, I did not see in theaters. But you wouldn't. Because I didn't. All right. So here's the funny part. Here's a funny story. You'll like this. Um, so I, I love The Greatest Showman. It's one of my favorite musicals of all time. Well, Huge Jackman. Who doesn't love him? Uh, I love Huge as Jackman. So all, all, both of them. All of them. Every single piece, every single inch. So um, I, I wanted to, you know, when I saw that movie, I saw it at home. When it came out, and I was like, I wish I had seen this in theaters. It was a it was a huge regret for me because I was like, I want to see this is such a bigger than life tale, and I was so pissed that I didn't see it in theater, and especially with Zac Efron, those dreamy eyes. Oh yeah, well, it came back out in 2020. They like it, it was like one of the most sought after movies to to go see in theaters. So I went and saw it 
in 2020 on the big screen. And I was like, I do not regret this. This was fantastic. But kind of reverse back to it because I didn't watch it and I loved it so much on the big screen. I, that's why I went and saw Cats on the big screen. <laughs> and I do regret that too. <laughs> yeah, see, that's one that I... Well, not one scene. One scene I don't regret. Well, of course, you're Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, cat, cat Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, cat, Taylor Swift, cat. The most attractive of all the Taylor Swifts. Well, of course, yeah, the, the <laughs> Tay-Tay Tabby. Who doesn't know, who does, is not a fan of the Tay-Tay Tabby. Tay-Tay Tabby. <laughs> uh, you know, especially that big old uncomfortable butthole staring right at you. Oh, my God. They do have a butthole cut. Yeah. I didn't see well, it. I, I couldn't handle it. That was the only thing that I could watch. I actually tried to watch Cats, and I don't understand why it got made. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand who completed editing that movie and went. This is a triumph. <laughs> like no, Judy Dench cat threw me off, and that's the Dame Dame Judy Dench, whom I fucking love. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stacy says don't start with cats, so I will, I'm going to respect Stacy's stance on it. And I'll leave it alone. <laughs> so I, I'm well on record of saying how I feel about Tay Tay Cat. Yeah, um, I'm I'm super stoked for this version of Cyrano because I always loved Roxanne with Steve Martin. I love one that of my, movie. One of my favorite adaptation tales ever. So yeah, it'll be good to see what Cyrano does because Peter Dinklage is going to bring something masterful to the role. And as AJ said, Peter Dinklage is going to be in Toxic Avenger too. Yep, that'll be masterful as well. Up. I'm super excited for that. I, I am I am loving that he's going to be in that movie. That that is, of course, New Jersey's biggest hero. Uh, that's toxic. That's not bull. That's not bullshit. That's if you look up, there's an there's an actual somebody, some college or something did a survey of who the top superhero from each state is, and New Jersey's is the Toxic Avenger. Because they're waiting for him to show up. Because there's no. so much waste and dump and garbage everywhere. That you gotta figure at this point, he's gotta come out of one of those barrels. Is it is it really bad that it's the Toxic Avenger, and then if you do the the horror movie villain that comes out of each state, we have Jason. So it's just like mongoloids in New Jersey. (laughs) Well, because you have one of them. It's interesting that New Jersey would have one guy who's literally born of toxic radiated radiated garbage. And the other one is someone who doesn't like water. And, and you want to hear so something probably else? struggles with bathing. Just saying. Way to go, New Jersey. And you want to hear something else? TGRI was in New Jersey. What? TGRI from the Ninja Turtle movies was in New Jersey. It was in Bayonne, New Jersey. That's where she's reporting from in the second movie. Oh, with the wow. big and sunflowers. Get, yeah, and then we get the ooze. Yep. With, <laughs> So it's all it's all coming back. It's all coming back around New Jersey. All coming back to me now. <laughs> Thank you, Jersey. Uh, I I love where I'm from. That's why I'm six eight. That's why that's that's exactly why. I just imagine that it was toxic waste. Oh oh my god. Oh there's oh there's like uh, we're not even getting over topics. Everybody just bear with us. <laughs> yeah, I, I know this is great though because like I got excited for these topics and I had them all kind of squared away and I'm like. It's the first show back. The chances of us hitting a topic no, slim to not going to happen. No, I, I'm telling you right now, I'll retire until next week or whatever. We'll find a we'll find a plan for it. We'll spread them out. 
because we haven't talked about Boba Fett yet. We haven't talked yeah. about Cobra Kai yet. We haven't talked about Betty White, National Treasure Betty White yet. And we will, because we love you, Betty. Oh, girl. We, we haven't talked about, um, wait. Oh, Encanto. Encanto. I just watched Encanto. Let's start there. So I just, no, we, we got to go back. We're, we're talking about Toxic Waste, and I want to tell you something about Cobra Kai. So it's no secret that Terry Silva shows up in Cobra Kai. So anybody who yeah, doesn't amazing. know who Terry Silva is, watch Karate Kid Part 3. He's the main villain. He was Creasy's. Guys, don't watch. Watch it. Part three. Watch highlights on YouTube. <laughs> you don't no. need to watch that whole movie. No. You watch Karate Kid Part 3. It is, it is amazing. It's the best one in the series because it has the oh, bad boy. <laughs> the second one with the love story and a Peter Cetera love song. Come on. It has, come on. It has uh, uh, the bad boy of karate, Mike Barnes. Which Mike Barnes, terrible. I loved Mike of, Barnes in that movie. I know you do. I was so mad that Mike Barnes American didn't show Ninja, up. No, well, American Ninja is also one of your tops, so I don't know. Let's. Just... I do love American Ninja. Uh, when they have the pictures, of, there's two pictures that the bad guy has on his wall, and it's Ronald Reagan and John Wayne. And it's like, what? <laughs> Which is happening? funny because that dude is basically like a version of Casey from Chuck. And he's not even American in the movie. In American Ninja, like the, the bad guy's not American. They're in like Cuba or something. I can't remember where they are, but um, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. Somewhere yeah. where people look different than us, Mick. No, <laughs> he doesn't. No, different I than Americans. Now I feel bad. Sick bastard. Um. Anyway, go back to Cobra Kai. So Terry Silva is the main bad guy in Cobra Kai. And basically, what he is is he was an army buddy from Vietnam. With John Creese, and once he heard what happened, heard what happened to John Creasy, he sends him away because he's, he's like a millionaire. But he's a millionaire for top and for dumping toxic waste. <laughs> no, that is why he's a millionaire for dumping because his company figured out how to dump toxic waste in Buenos Aires or whatever, and Borneo. No, Borneo. Sorry, Borneo. Yep. So. I'm not going to get into the rest of the plot because you need to watch this amazing movie, The Karate Kid Part 3. And you need to watch all four of them, is what it comes Five, because the remake is good, too. So, yeah. watch all four. Everything that says Silver. Karate Kid in it, just watch. Even Hil- sure. Hillary Swank's great. Yeah, I, I, she better come back. They need they need her back for one season of... Because uh, All right. So, it seems like everybody's teaming up with everybody. Um, first of all, first of all, AJ... It's Terry Silva. And the reason I say that is because he actually corrects somebody when they say Terry Silver. <laughs> but he did Lord. create the Toxic Avenger. You're right. Borneo is in New Jersey, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Might as well be. Well, they just all of his, It's New Jersey, man. It's really a landfill. And what they did is they spray no. painted no. Borneo across it. And they went, hey, yeah, we ship it to Borneo. <laughs> no, first of all. No, I won't allow this. They're not a landfill. The landfill's in Staten Island. Now I'll take the toxic right. waste dump. Scrapyard. There's a lot. All right. No, that scrapyard's gone. I had Mary take a picture last time we went. That one is, but there's a very good chance that the scrapyard has been shifted inside of one of those busted out warehouses that has two cars and, a, and yet parked out front with space for about 10,000 people inside. All yeah. right. You're not 100% wrong there, I think. But. Who knows what's going to happen? I stand corrected. Hey, I don't mean to correct you, sir. Terry Silva 
will come after us with all that karate if we don't, though. Yeah, we have man, have you seen those, those fists of fury? Oh, my God. So <laughs> I was so excited to see him come back because I love the Karate Kid Part 3. It's so bad. But I love it. Just like last season, I love seeing them come back from the second, second Karate. I love the whole series. Whatever. I'm in. I, I, no, they did a great job. They, they, Cobra Kai has crushed it. I am loving Cobra yeah. Kai. I've been a big fan <laughs> from the beginning. I think they've only gotten better. This season, it was so funny, too, because in the first episode, I'm like, oh, why is it so – why is all this drama? Everyone's all dramatic. And then, you know, I remembered and rewatched the previous season. was like, oh, yeah, no, that's what it is. Yeah, it's cheesy romance, drama. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's Did great. you watch it all the way through? No, I've got two episodes left. Oh, oh, oh man. I'm not gonna man, I got eaten up by Yellow Jackets, bro. All right, fair, but Yellow Jackets. Yeah, oh, definitely. I got to finish Cobra Kai. It's one of the best shows out there. I mean, it really is for nostalgia's sake. It's for nostalgia's so sake, what so it brings back. I mean, come on, Martin Kreese is amazing, man. I love that guy. How, so how good. crazy is it that William Zabka is so wonderful in, in life now? Because even when he shows up, like, I told you, I met the guy, and he was wonderful to me as a human being, right? So. Yeah. I I have no problems with them, but he was the literal piece of shit of the 1980s. Yep. He was so good at being a piece of shit in the 80s. Well, put him in a body bag, Johnny. I mean, that whole thing built yeah. around William Zapka is just being a piece of garbage, just being the, the jerk, even though he was the one who was clearly wronged. So let's just, you know, get that out there. <laughs> yeah, but in that movie. But if you watch just one of the guys, guess what? Okay. <laughs> no, that's true. Just one of the guys. Ah, uh, who is the lead in that? Uh, I can't remember her name. Is that the one where they're she's in the football locker room on the on the cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can't really, I never remember her name, but she's you know Jennifer Gray or Beals. Or no, Beals it wasn't Jennifer Gray. One of them. Uh, you made me look it up, you bastard. Allie Larder. <laughs> it was, I'm right um, with Allie Larder. I want something. No, 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 no. It was um, um, Joyce Heiser. Mm, okay. Joyce Heiser, that's right. Um, so yeah, she played the, the lead in that. Now, that was one of those movies that uh, going from the TV edit and then catching it on like HBO or one of those weird free channels where we got the runs back in the day, that was a very different movie without the editing. Yeah, it really was. because I moves and swearing. I was shocked. I remember things a lot differently in that in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now was was William Sapka the 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 dickhead in uh, the, the no no it was Aaron Dozier okay uh, I was thinking of better off dead but um, oh, Adrian yeah. brings up a good point that he was also played the bad guy in Back to School. That's right. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yep. He played. He was. I mean, he was the eighty. He was the king of the eighties douchebag. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I especially, I mean, then, then you go up against this guy, like, oh, hey, what, who is this kid? <laughs> like, I love him now, man. He he owned it, and I, I just everything. Dude loaned me a cigarette once back when I smoked, and I appreciate him. He's, he's a great dude. Um, yeah, that was one of my favorite stories, actually. When you returned from that convention, you were like, dude. <laughs> Kathleen, we are going to get to Encanto in just a second. I want to ask first about Boba Fett. Did you watch it? I Of course. We got our Sarlacc dead, man. I mean, I'm fine with it. It was a good introduction. I think it told a good story. I really like Fennec Shan. Ming-Na Wen yeah. is phenomenal. She crushes it. So fun, her back and forth with her and Boba. 
Uh, good first episode. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. It's no. it's only not out for a week yet. So yeah, shut my mouth about it. But there have been people complaining about it, and I think the complaints would have abated if they had released the first two episodes back to back. That's really all I have to say about it. I think I think great. a lot of people need to shut the fuck up. I think so too. <laughs> I think everyone gets so shitty about well, it should have been my way and the way I wanted it in my head. And you can't you compare it to Mando, you know? You got to leave Mandalorian out of it. It's tough to try to do that, but you have to. Yeah, and and, and especially because Mando is a completely new character nobody knew. Now, and, and everyone in it is, like, really new characters we didn't know, meaning the Mandalorian. This is a beloved character. Like, there's things, that, there's tales they had to weave here to get us understanding, like, where he's been this whole time. Yeah, they had to walk a very fine line uh, because him getting out of the Sarlacc pick was something that none of us thought would be able to happen. And then losing all of his armor to the jaw was like every little beat that they had to hit, they did. So it was a good episode. Yeah, I'm excited for it uh, going forward. I think it's going to set up something really good. Um, I will say this, him getting out of the Sarlacc pit is shot exactly as Patton Oswald on Parks and Recreation explained and described it would be it is shot exactly that way and that was eight years ago he did that i really hope what was it robert rodriguez as the director i really hope that he legitimately saw that episode by Patton oswald and went yeah that's it guys i'm gonna let's storyboard this and then we'll just have, go from there i have no doubt and the best part about that was Patton oswald was riffing that entire speech that's he right yeah he did a full <laughs> improv speech because he was doing a filibuster scene for 18 minutes. And if and if you do not believe me, go and w- go watch the full 18 minute because they, they recorded the whole thing through mm-hmm. and then just put it there for you to watch the whole thing. And by the end, he's just like exhausted and ready to pass out. <laughs> it was really um, good, but that's, that's the way it happened. Uh, it was very strange. In the beginning, because it was so well done that I legitimately was fighting for my breath for a little bit. I was trying to ga- grab air, gasping <laughs> as he's coming out of the sand. It wasn't fun. No. It was very stressful for about five minutes. I'm like, ah, why? <laughs> it was great. And I, I love that we, in our opening, we get him completely stripped down and just having to be him. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the idea of where it could go. And yeah, I was a little surprised at how short it was, too. Yeah. But to Casey's point, and I think this is probably what happened, I bet you any amount of money they wanted to put out the first two episodes. And so their first two episodes were probably shot that way and edited well, then that, they do way. that I want to say they released the first two with Mando. I believe so it. That way we got that taste and we got that flavor and then we were able to get accommodated to these characters a little faster. But Book of Boba Fett, I, 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 even as short as it was, like it, it told a good first episode and I'm excited for tomorrow to go see the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, now oh, again, tomorrow already. Woo-hoo! I don't even know what day it is, bro. <laughs> Why are we on here? Wee! <laughs> <laughs> I am excited for it. It's going to be awesome. Um, but I do want to say, and I know you want to join in with me, in our respect and love for Betty White. Ah, uh, yes, Betty, one of the finest actresses, actors human beings to ever grace this earth one of the most beautiful incredible humans who was able to walk through life with a grace and style unlike many who was able to uplift every time she was in a room and continues 
to be the voice of like the Robin Williams, you know, that spark of madness. We all have to keep it a lit. Betty White was proof of that. She was that spark of madness, always having fun, partying after the Emmys with vodka and hot dogs. Like, come on, the woman is just who doesn't want that in our hearts. And I think we're all luckier uh, to have been graced by Betty White's presence on this earth. And now, you know, especially after we should be grateful, you know, after she went from Betty Gray and destroyed the Balrog and became <laughs> Betty White. I think that was that was a big deal back then. And that was, you know, circa what, like 2000? it's hard to argue with that those are such beautiful words she's our golden girl um we miss you betty we love you betty um thank you for literally decades yeah worth of work from you that just will keep us going especially one of the greatest tv shows of all time and then in the 1950s or when whenever she had her show you know she had on the uh uh the uh Oh, tap dancer, the gentleman. Oh, the black tap dancer, yeah. Yeah, and because she gave him extra time, she lost her whole fucking show. And well, did you keep smiling and walk on through? Did you see John Don Cheeto? Because Don Cheeto uh, was starred with her on the Golden Palace. No. Uh, so Don Cheeto, because his skin was darker and hers was so white, the cinematographer was, was having trouble keeping, like, because if they got him in focus, she was like blown out. And if they got her in focus, he was just a shadow, he said. So uh, what she started doing was darkening her makeup when she come in. Nobody asked her to do it. Nobody, she just did it herself to come in. Because let's the Golden Palace, let's face facts, was going to have Betty White as the star. Yeah. It, it's a spinoff, you know. Yeah. And Don Cheeto could have lost that job if, there, if it would prove to be too much trouble. So, I mean, that's, that's really sweet of her to do. Just an amazing woman. And watching, I'm uh, man, <clears throat> I did get on a kick of, I, it's, thank you for being our friend. We've traveled down the road and back again. Her heart was true. I'm not, no, I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for that song. I'm not paying for that song. <laughs> we'll do it on TikTok. <laughs> <Where's Fred? laughs> um, but yeah, no, not- she, she was amazing. She was just fantastic. Human being, a spark is is lost, and I, I think it's more important to celebrate that she existed and the time that we got to have with her, and uh, try to model ourselves in some small way. And after this incredible woman that she was, consider better myself, my friend. So I'm going to move on. Uh, <laughs> no, rest in peace, Betty. But uh, yeah, so I watched Encanto. Oh wait, real quick, what, favorite Betty White role before we close that segment? Oh. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Rose. Mm-hmm. Rose Nyland was one of the funniest human beings. When she would tell a story while they were sitting in that kitchen, and <laughs> it wasn't the reactions that they got, like where B. Arthur is just being a complete dick to her. Oh, Rose. You know, oh, Rose, that you're so stupid. Like, you know, something like that. And it's just like, it was her delivery of those lines was just like, this is, that's the comedic timing and genius right there. Yeah, she was pretty brilliant. That she showed that again in Hot in Cleveland. I mean, which, yeah, she did a good job in that show. I like that show. It was cheesy, but I enjoyed it. It was a good show. She was funny in that. Um, just, just the old, older woman who's like, in kind of perverted. Yeah, <laughs> it's wonderful. yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, Who doesn't want the old perverted friend? That's yeah, and she's perfect for it. 
Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So still got the coughs. But <clears throat> I watched Encanto. Have you seen it? I have not. I have to amend my favorite movies of the year list. Ooh. So anybody who listened to our, our countdown episode from New Year's, um, I'm amending this. Encanto is definitely in the top five on that list of 2021. Really? Encanto is a beautifully told Disney movie. It is a wonderful story about family. It's a wonderful story about um, family toxicity and how it can control people's emotions and mental uh, mental health uh, effects from that. Isolation. You know, um, putting too much stress and strain on a home. And the music in it, it is like I, I Moana is one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah, agreed. But it has top, been topped top by Encanto. What? It's been topped by Encanto. For real. I absolutely adored this movie. Wow. Lin Manuel Miranda wrote it for the wrote the music for this too. So Well, he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that man can do no wrong. If Lin Manuel Miranda was part of it, I'm probably in. I only recently watched uh, In the Heights, and I'm a big fan. Big fan. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I it's no Hamilton. It play. Huh? <laughs> it's no Hamilton. But, I mean, what is? No. Not much as Hamilton. I just need more history. Uh, who, who, is he going to release a Franklin? What's the next one coming out? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want. You just want, you want rapping history. I just want all of the founding fathers. In fact, just every character through history. I want to have uh, a musical about them now. I want I want Washington, and I want it from the. Um, I want the story of Hamilton from the point of view of George Washington. Just like this fucking kid, man. This fucking dude. Well, no, the best part about Washington is he's the old man who's just complaining about everyone who's complaining. He's looking because I mean. Uh, Hamilton or Jefferson was super young as well in the eyes of Washington. Washington is like 40 years a senior. He's like, oh, fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the opening thing. song, Washington, these fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, those would be funny. But I, I highly suggest Encanto to everybody. Beautiful tale. And I love the story all the way through. It's about the Madrigal family. Um. And just the, the the magic behind it, the 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 whole thing takes place within the home, hmm. and it makes sense, you know. And this young girl who has no powers given to her, everybody else in her family has powers, but she got no powers, and she has to set out to try and save the home and uh, save all of her family's powers when they start losing. All right, fascinating. It, it really is, man. I, I I did talk about Ron's gone, Ron, Ron, Ron's gone. I'm pissed off that I can't say it right. Ron's gone wrong. Okay, but uh, and I that was that was an animated like Brian or mm-hmm. Dragon and 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 uh, Luca and all these like, mm-hmm. beautiful movies that came out. And I really appreciate and love them, but I can't do tops of all. That's pretty wild because for me, Ray the Last Dragon was up there. Um, was Onward? No, Onward was two years ago. Um, oh, but I know River no. is highly recommended in Kanto. She keeps asking me. She's like, Daddy, we have to talk about it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm getting there, I promise. But I want to experience I want to watch that with her. 
because she'll sure. have more of a kick out of it. And it's it always means more when I watch it with her. So Mitchell's you're, versus the machines, though, is going to be hard to top, bro. <laughs> hard to top. I'm telling you, I think you'll walk away from Encanto and, and just truly love it because I didn't pick it. I wasn't going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Jack picked it and he was just like, I want to watch Encanto. I want to watch Encanto. And we're like, okay. I was like, it's a new movie. I want to check it out anyway. Uh, but I, like, I wouldn't have like sought it out myself. That's fair. And damn, when we watched it, I was just like, this, this blows me away. Like, this is fantastic. The music is great. Like just everything about it was, was wonderful. Great tale. Now it's gotta be one of those, those movies that you, you can really, can you sing the crap out of the songs afterwards? Yes. Okay. That's, that's so important. That is a litmus test. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Bruno song. Uh, the older sister has a song about her strength, strength of family. Okay. And it, I still sing it. I still, like, I'm singing it. It's so good. It's by Jessica Darrow who sings that one. That was a really good one. Don't watch it with your mom. That's a good way to bring up weird conversations. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Alan, tu- yeah, Alan Tudyk plays as the toucan in the movie. Uh, I love that they put Alan Tudyk in, like, every movie, and he's always just like a bird or some shit. Yeah, do, do something weird here. Could you? It's kind of like Flea with the Wild Thornberries character, the little kid who was just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's Lin-Manuel Miranda doing that with him, though, Kathleen, because, like, I bet you that's just Disney being like, we just want to give you a paycheck because we love you so much. Probably. He deserves it just for being as awesome as he is. Hey, yeah, I mean, K2SO became one of my favorite droids ever. Yeah. Yeah, mine too. Uh, for sure. I love that. Uh, what he said, Cassian doesn't think it'll work. Neither do I. <laughs> that's what the name of the song. Pressure that will drip, drip, drip. That will never stop. It's wow. in like the way she sings it. It's just about like because she is the strongest. Like she's got Superman type strength, and she's singing to her sister about the pressure of having all of this strength and what it means, and like That's how she cool. has to keep trying to top herself. It's amazing. It's just a, it's truly fantastic. I loved Encanto so much. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna a, have to give it a ride then. I, I definitely would. Uh, you and River would absolutely adore it. But, yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Oh, shit, it's 10 o'clock already. We haven't even gotten to a topic. Well, we're not getting to topics. Let's we're face it. Let's just keep rolling, man. Uh, I don't know how much longer I'm rolling. I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine the call from Alan's agent? Hey, Disney needs a bird again. Uh, yeah, he's, he's he's Disney. And it's the, the rights off of that alone, just the residuals. You'll be living for a long time. <laughs> yeah, uh, 100%. Alan Tudyk is the man. Um. Oh, what was I watching the other day? Uh, I, was, I was sitting there because I was sick the other day. I was like between bed. Before I had to do that show on Saturday, I was like in between bed and my chair. Mm. And I was just listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, great one. I love Michael oh, Rosenbaum. That's a good one. Between him and Dak Shepard with Armchair Podcast, I just love them all. Armchair I, like, I like Armchair Podcast. It's a good one. But Inside of You, I just, he, he like is mesmerizing with his voice. Unlike us, who are just great, but you know, you know. <laughs> you never know what we're gonna get. <laughs> we're no Michael Rosenbaum or Alan Tudyk, so you're not getting bird sounds and yeah, unfortunately, and, and lusciousness. <laughs> but <coughs> well, that's so. What uh, oh, one of the things I brought up earlier was Yellow Jackets. I did want to jump on that. I have. I finally finished Only Murders Left in the Building. Love oh. that one, by the way. Yeah, real that's good. good. That's my number real one. Real good. Martin Short, Selena Gomez, and and Steve Martin, who I've always loved. Steve Martin, I'm well on record as saying that. 
Um, and and Martin Short crushes it because I love when he does the flamboyant role when he plays this big part. So like I I love that about him. Selena Gomez brought it. I wasn't ready for her to not suck. I honestly did not have high hopes <laughs> for her, and she was good. But I've never really seen her much. I didn't watch Spring Breakers, and I watch any of those those movies pass me by. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I did like her in uh, in this. I, I thought yeah, that, in this she was fantastic, really good. And Yellow Jackets. If you guys haven't seen Yellow Jackets, y'all need to switch gears and hustle up and get into that. It's a story of 1996 where this soccer team goes down in a plane crash on their way to nationals. All the Lord of the Flies. And it is intense and it is heavy duty because then what it does is it takes place now with their current selves and then flashes back to 1996 trying to figure out what happened. With Julia Lewis, uh, Christina Ricci. Oh, there's it, it's a huge cast. I love that show it is intense and it is terrifying and it is jacked up i will say they do a uh, out in the woods hot iron poke with a piece of cable abortion i i'm out <laughs> Dude. I, listen 2020 Dude. and 2021 has been hard enough and yellow yellowstone just ended i, I kind of need a break yeah, man. No, this is definitely one of those. If you uh, if you liked William Golding's Lord of the Flies, you'll love this. It's, and it's, I will check it out just based on your what you're saying, dude. It's well, not right now. No, I understand. Take a break. If you've had too much heavy stuff going on in your life, walk away for a minute. Go do something yeah. else. Go go watch something that's funny or something that's uplifting. But yeah. if you're ready for some heavy duty stuff that's going to make you question yourself after a few episodes, yeah. Just watch it. It's great. I put those, I put shows and movies like that in the brackets of like why I've only seen a live once, Train to Busan, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. Battle Royale. Like, there's a reason, like, it's hard. It's oh, like, I see it, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is very intense, but it is worth it because they, the way they are building the story, the way they've shot it, the way it's written. The way it unfolds like this fantastic story that's just kind of slowly, if you imagine what it would look like watching a tulip finally slowly come out of its bulb and perfectly move as it grows, like it's just unfolding masterfully. So nature couldn't have done better. Yeah. It really is that good. It's horrifying. And I know by me saying that people are going to be like, what? But I need you to be aware that it is that extreme. And please do not go into this blindly. It is harsh. It's brutal. It's gnarly. It's going to bring up feelings. Probably not going to feel great after, but the story is such great storytelling. So I trust you. Uh, and I will, like I said, I'll check it out when I'm not. I, I just had enough room from yeah. enough breathing room from October. So then I yeah. finally was like, oh, I can do kind of horror. Like I can get back into this a little bit. <laughs> so get back in. You don't fall first. Yeah, right, I mean, I never really stop. I just, <laughs> I just let's, let's end this the right way. Let's end this with some Doctor Strange two casting rumors. Okay, let's do it. All right. So, have you heard any of the rumors that they're talking nope. about? All right. So here's I've, some. Of, I've here's got myself pushed away. <laughs> now here's some of the rumors that have been flying out that I don't necessarily know if I believe, and then I'll tell you some of the ones that I do think. So Nicholas Cage is some sort of Ghost Rider. Okay, I'd be fine with that. I'm fine with him being uh, maybe even uh, Mistopheles himself. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. 
Mistopheles taking the form of one of the old Johnny Storm or Johnny Blazes. That'd be cool. Uh, Tom Cruise is Iron Man. Because remember, Tom Cruise was supposed to be Iron Man originally. Um, so that, Did he pass I, on it? I don't know if he passed on it or they just didn't make it. Hmm. Um, Emily Blunt is Black Widow. I, no, no. <laughs> no, come on. You don't sully the Black Widow, Widow character. I'm not saying Emily Blunt's a bad actress, but you've already done it. You've already had Scarlett Johansson. Move it along. I don't want. I don't want a, a recast on that from an alternate universe. No. There. Uh, Hugh Jackman as uh, Wolverine. Yeah, of course. Patrick Stewart hey, I mean, as Professor you, X. You mean, you mean you want Logan to play Logan? Yeah, basically. Well, Patrick Stewart as Professor X is heavily rumored. I would be all about it. Um, Professor X... Well, I mean, Patrick Stewart enjoys those roles, so I'd be happy to see him again. I'd like to see Ian McKellen as Magneto again. Yeah, I mean, I, I would even take the younger versions of him. I don't care. but uh, Oh, there's McAvoy and Fassbender. You know I'm a huge fan of those two. Michael <sighs> Fassbender especially. Man can do no wrong. Just to kind of reintroduce them back into the fold, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then this, this has been a – there's been two heavy rumors now is that uh, Toby Maguire could come back as Spider-Man for this because it's Sam Raimi directing. Okay. Um, and Chris Evans could come back as the Human Torch. Now that would be amazing. Can you imagine Chris Evans showing up <laughs> and just randomly like through one of those, you know, the ring spit circles. So the portal opens up and you see Chris Evans and he comes walking out and he kind of has that cocky little smile. And you're like, Oh yeah, we're about to see something. He's going to jack something up. And then you hear instead of a shield, it's flame on. Oh, oh I would I'd say, be so excited. I would take that or Michael B. Jordan doing it. Yeah. I'll take Michael B. Jordan. What if both of them show up? That'd be cool. I got zero issue with that. I honestly loved everyone from that original fantastic four Ian Gruffle. Um, uh, Michael Chiklis and uh, Jessica Alba, and that that first cast was fantastic for the Fantastic Four. So the stories weren't great, but the car- the casting they nailed it. So, so yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a few like um, big rumors kind of going on. These are the ones that I kind of I I could see actually happening. Okay. So all right, so Professor X, I said already. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because I think, A, they want to introduce the X-Men and they want to introduce the Illuminati. Yeah, well, you have. I think introducing the Illuminati is going to be so important. So if you can have Charles Xavier, Reed Richards, and, you know, immediately get uh, Peter Parker in, boom. It's a great oh. start. And, and uh, uh, oh, my gosh, how am I forgetting his name? Bruce Banner. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Loki and company from the TV show. Uh, they said could be rumored to make an appearance. Time varies. Okay. Uh, Wiccan and Speeds uh, returned the kids from WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see that happening, of course. I think that would be really cool, actually, because that would be kind of a way for, you know, Wanda to maybe go from hero to villain or, you know, kind of I'm one of the reasons who I screwed stuff up too, Strange. You know, that's going to mess him up if she's tra- if he's trying to help have her help him. But she's in fact cracking the multiverse in her own way to have her kids. That would be neat. Yeah. But another big one is uh, the possibility of um, 
Ian Grufford's uh, Reed Richards showing up from Fantastic Four to be a part of that Illuminati. Mm, that would be rad. Because then you could get Professor X, and then maybe, maybe Toby's Spider-Man is a part of it. Yeah, or Toby's, or Andrew Garfield's. I've heard the rumor about him getting a Venom movie. Yeah. Uh, where is it? No, oh, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Captain Carter. Oh, dude! Everyone from What If? Give me every single What If character. That was so cool. They did such a good yeah. job with those. Uh, Captain Carter would be interesting. Ultron is said to possibly make an appearance. Okay, yeah, I'm all about it. Let's get let's get Ultron back in it. I kind of want to see the What If version of Ultron. Oh yeah, that would be neat. Good old James Spader. Give me more James Spader. I can never get enough of him. How you know? Out of all of the Brat Pack that's returned, where's Andrew McCarthy? Uh, Andrew McCarthy kind of like just he he picks and chooses his roles. He kind of sits out because he had he a really lot of does. Yeah, I watched him. Uh, I actually saw him on stage. I saw uh, him do Tennessee Williams Glass Menagerie live oh, nice. in Hartford. Yeah, <laughs> years ago. Uh, what do we got? We got AJ saying, "Can we get Mephisto?" I think Mephisto is probably going to show up in the Ag- Agatha Harkness show. You think so? I think that'll be an introduction. That allows that whole supernatural side to really kind of run crazy. That would be a good place to play with Ghost Rider as well. Yeah. So, um, unless we get that in the hand stuff, like, so what do what do you foresee coming forward? How much more Charlie Cox are we going to get? Because I think the Hell's Kitchen crew, the, the whole the Hell's Kitchen crew is one of my favorites. So, are, do you think they're going to pull all the defenders mm-hmm. in, or we're getting a whole shot? We're getting a Daredevil shot. Do you think all the defenders will be a part of that? Are they going to do something kind of similar to what they did on Netflix and kind of retcon it? We're definitely getting Charlie Cox back. I think they're going to get bring everybody back but Iron Fist. Yeah, I think they should. And it's not that I dislike whatever his name is. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> that I didn't even bother learning it because I don't care. Oh, yeah. it was such a just bad show. And his character was just bad. Like and if it's supposed to be a, a a tale of impotence, and the fact that that man requires all of this power and we derive it from different places, and yet we're so fragile and emotionally unstable that at any point would really just fall apart. I get it. I get the story. I understand. Male fragility is a great one to play with, but don't do it with a guy who's literally supposed to half of his power is just punching stuff. You can't. <laughs> you can't. I like the one Luke Cage. I know a lot of people didn't like him. I liked him. I liked his version because that, that to me was like the closest version to Iron Fist that he was. Like, not saying that they didn't follow his tale correctly, but I just, the way they played it was like a CW show. Yeah. 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 And, and it was I, awful. But when he showed up on Luke Cage, I was like, all right, this is, I kind of dig this and how they're getting along. AJ says justice for Finn, of course. Um, I will I say, AJ, this. and look, man, I'm all about that. The guy should probably get another chance to do something else in an illustrious career somewhere else, and just keep the fuck away from this. <laughs> just don't go near my my Iron Fist and Power Man. I think we're going to get a Defenders TV show, but I think the Defenders TV show is going to look very different. I think She Hulk will be a part of it. You know, maybe a few others. No, Jessica would Jones. Be, uh, I don't know if Jessica Jones is going to have as big of a role going forward. She wasn't that interesting of a character in the comics. She had an interesting arc. Now, everybody yeah. wants to argue with me about 
uh, you know, Jessica Jones, like the whole Purple Man thing in the comics, which they did on the show, was her most interesting arc. That's oh, absolutely, and it clearly was the most interesting because of the villain you're going against. But it wasn't like she's not an interesting character. <laughs> she's not really because once you've gotten through the the uh what's the the word that the for lack of a better term once she's been assaulted the way she which had something mm. taken from her it's overcoming that it's a smaller arc that's all it's just a smaller arc there's just not much more to do with it in the comic books um i think they did a great job on the shows i love the netflix series that might be my favorite next to daredevil so daredevil was but punisher uh is coming back joe, joe bernathal is coming back uh, John oh, good. He's, he was one of the best characters man like overall out of all the netflix casting i think he and charlie cox were top two well i think the the rumor is right now that he might show up for armor wars which would be cool because we would get punisher armor which yeah is a thing so that would be pretty amazing, which a lot of people always mix up with crossbones. So no, they're two separate things. <laughs> which if anybody doesn't know what Armor Wars is, Armor Wars is basically going to be Rhodey going around trying to stop and get back all of the Stark tech that ended up in other people's hands. I, yeah, it's probably going to be him <laughs> and Rhodey and uh, Rescue. Yeah, Pepper. Yeah, and then, I mean, you, uh, that's how you introduce Ironheart. I don't, I mean, we'll see her, but I don't think she's going to play a big pivotal role in it. Mm. I think it's just going to be more Rhodey doing it. Um, just to remember his friend by sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's Which, fair. And plus, I mean, anything with Don Cheadle. Anything yeah, with Don Cheadle. The guy can good. literally sit here and be like eating popcorn watching me, and I'd probably be more intrigued by him. <laughs> I would definitely be more intrigued. I would tell you to turn your camera. I'm just watching me eat. How great would that be if at this moment I turn the camera, Don Cheadle's just hanging out? It's so like the entire time for an hour and 15 minutes we've been talking and Don Cheadle's been in the room. We've even talked about Don Cheadle on Golden Palace and yep. he's just sitting in the room. Yeah. All right, he, he just randomly, hey, yeah, yeah. Betty was cool. All right. Thanks, Don. Jeez, this guy, right? <laughs> Power broker will return. All right. I like it. Oh, cool. I'm excited to see that. Uh, but uh, Sharon Carter, right? Uh, yeah, she'll be in it. And uh, who else did they say? Justin Hammer's gonna be in it too. So, Ooh, good old AIM, yeah. So, it's gonna be a lot of fun. No, AIM was no Hammer. Wasn't. Sorry, Hammer Technology. So are we gonna get again. AIM again? Because we should. No, he's dead. Well, he's dead, but doesn't AIM keep going? Can't just because Killian dies, doesn't <laughs> yeah, true. Um, all right. Before we get going, I do have a couple of announcements to make. So this month, all of our proceeds that we are getting from uh, our Patreon, we're going to, for in Betty White's name, we're going to donate to local uh, animal shelters. So uh, <laughs> you know, you don't have to join up, but if you want to, that's where it's going this month. <laughs> just, just so you know. It won't be Become a patron. To, um, it won't be going but, to feed Mick. It'll instead this month this Don't money will be going animals. to feed dogs. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I thought it, thought it was important with her passing. She's too important of a person to not do something for, um, in her honor because she's just been American treasure forever. Absolutely, not a national, a true no. American, like not in a xenophobe sort of way. Like what Americans should always strive to be, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Like if there were fireworks going off and I heard I am a real American, <laughs> I would want Betty White being being carried, by the way, down like on one of those big ah, uh, what do they used to call them? The you know what I'm saying? The big thing. Huge jackman. 
Yeah, huge Jackman carrying Betty White on his arm as fireworks are going off. Singing, singing, I, am singing I am a real American. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is what happened. That, in my mind, that is how she should be honored. And, sure. you know, so give to local shelters because she was also a huge fan of that. Yes. That's the point we're trying to say here is, you know, maybe let's all donate. Her birthday was on January 17th. So maybe everybody donated. It was like five bucks just to go and help out. Or, you know, like a lot of places have lists on their websites mm-hmm. of things they need. Um, and that goes a long way. So maybe buying, like, I know some places around here, you always need blankets, paper towels, you know, dog food, things like that. Maybe reach out to them and see exactly what their needs are at the moment and help out that way if you can. Maybe you have stuff to just donate. You know? Yeah, toys, food, whatever they take. I don't know. Uh, we have uh, a friend on here who would know better than that. <laughs> Stacy, who I who yep. is one, uh, one of her, uh, and I will have it up on, on the scene subs. Uh, social media we will be donating to her uh her shelter as well so mm-hmm. uh, that is one of the shelters we'll be donating to so and, and we will be broadcasting that as well and we'll have a link on the site so we're yes. gonna broadcast every donation it's gonna be a bunch of two minute videos of us just being like bam donated <laughs> no i'm not it's just gonna be loaded with that <laughs> no way uh i did want to say one more thing uh we do have a contest running right now um, for our TikTok and for our YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, once we reach 500 subscri- subscribers, uh, we will be doing this one. <laughs> um, we'll be doing a Mandalorian Funko Pop, which I will have, have in a box. And that is Mando Holden Child. Oh, uh, man, he's got a sweet, a sweet stash and everything. Everything. It looks Probably. like straight out of Narcos. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, so once we reach 500, one lucky subscriber will do that. So please spread the word. Uh, let's reach that 500 call now on TikTok. Once we reach a thousand subscribers, which we're at about 450 right now, one lucky winner will win this Boba Fett. This is the way. This is, yeah, brand new Boba Fett. Uh, the Boba Fett's pretty. So Let's get doing that. This is going to be awesome. Uh, Dan Gow. What's up? Dan? Um, yeah, so please subscribe. Spread the word about the scene snaps. Let us know. Um, also, join our Discord. Our Discord is open. If you go to the scene snaps, uh, dot com, link is right there. You can go and you can join. Let's start conversations. I want to make a geek community of it where we have a good time. So join in there and feel free to post. Uh, talk about your, your fandoms, your geekness. We can start channels, things like that. Let's have a lot of fun with it. That's what it's all about. It's the whole point. We're on this on this earth for a short period of time, unless you're Betty fucking White. And actually, probably thanks to Betty White becoming you know, <laughs> the Betty Gray, Betty White thing, fighting the Balrog. We're all able to survive and have better lives. So let's uh, let's get on there and party and have fun and be silly. Yeah. Well, I could, again, I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna end this thing because I feel like I'm gonna die. Um, but you look I'm, great. So you know what? You, if you got to take it in stride, you're doing well. Anybody who's listening to this and not watching it, I, I look great. Um, <laughs> I don't look like I sound. <laughs> but yeah, we're 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 in a good place. But uh, yeah, so this is the scene snobs. Of course, you guys can check us out a lot every Tuesday night at nine p.m. Casey and I come with you with topics that are asinine and absurd and fun. And we have a good time. Today we riffed and just enjoyed it, but uh, you know, let's see how 2022 goes. Maybe we'll keep doing more of that. 
Well, you can join us every day. Uh, we are doing something on our social media. You can jump in, have conversations with us, like again on our Discord, our Patreon, everything like that. Uh, just go to the, just listen to the thing after. <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to 2022, and we hope that your first experience with us was a great one. And if you've returned and if you're coming back to say hi again, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Love you all great. You're the best. Be well and be kind to each other. Because I'm super sick. Ditto. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. I'm the Scene Snob, Mick Manhattan. You can check out the Scene Snobs podcast live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on our YouTube channel or all podcast platforms afterwards. Also on our YouTube channel, you can check out great shows like Real Combat, the ultimate debate show for movie lovers, Mix Movie Picks with new recommendations every week, Geek Fest Live every Sunday night, and new movie reviews and news all the time. Like and subscribe, and then hit the notification bell so you know when all of our new episodes drop. Thank you so much to all of our amazing Patreon supporters. With whom this would not be possible. They help keep the lights on and support us in such big ways. If you would like to become a supporter on our Patreon and take advantage of all the perks like monthly giveaways, early access, and so much more, head on over to the Scene Snobs Patreon page and just sign up on one of our two tiers. Join our awesome community of geeks, movie lovers, and so much more and join up on our Discord. The Scene Snobs Discord is now live and you can head over to thescenesnobs.com for links to there and more. The Scene Snobs merch store is now open with original fun designs that are available on all all different types of merch and apparel. Check out thescenesnobsmerch.com. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to all of our social media accounts like TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and so many more. We have fun updates, topics, we talk about collectibles, and so much more on there. It's a great time. You can find all of our links to everything on thescenesnobs.com or on our link tree, which are down in the descriptions below. Thanks again, everyone. Stay tuned and stay geeky.